0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Ah, oh God, too late. You know what, I, I just figure every time now that I'm on a call with you guys, I've just got to be ready, put my A game on, and if you get my Z game, so be it.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, that's what it is. Mark brings his Z game back to the Geekiest Show Ever. Welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 176, folks. And yes, that is the the often missed and... No, well, missed because he's not here, really. Ozzy from down under, Mr. Mark Greentree. How are you today, sir?
0: Oh, I'm good, Kevin. You know what? I'm, I'm, I know I'm never missed. It, it's just, uh, you know, I, I, there's a missing spot, that's all. But, you know, you get someone like Elisa filling in, maybe Peter filling in. You know, nobody misses me, I'm
1: sure. Yeah, well, Elisa's a hell of a lot prettier than you are, dude. All I got to say. Oh,
0: damn straight, you guys are lucky.
1: Yes. So, that's it. And we, and while we're talking on that topic, we do want to thank Elisa for doing the show last week, filling in in a pinch when uh, Mark wasn't able to be with us. So, big thanks out to Elisa Paselli uh, for jumping Absolutely. in And I hope she's enjoying the warm weather because it's killing me here. But, <laughs> anyway.
0: Oh, uh, i, I, I got to tell you, it started to get cold down under. We've had two weeks of really just bad weather, lots of rain. Today, yesterday was sunny. This week's supposed to be sunny, so it's actually... We're thawing out, which is nice. Uh, but oh boy, I hate the winds. I really.
1: All right. So wait a minute. I ha- that while while you're talking about that, I have to go see. I have my my little cheat sheet here. What is the actual temperature? All right. So let's oh, do Oh, it's it. about
0: 19 degrees Celsius today.
1: It's but yeah. We've got
0: a bit. Of, we've got of a, a bit of a wind because see, so where I live is a, a suburb uh, in outer Sydney called Barrera. And anyway, Barara is an Aboriginal name, so uh, Aboriginals with Australia, uh, with the original uh, owners and and occupiers of the country, and they named Barara because Barara means place of many winds. Of course, you know, I've I've got enough wind myself, so (laughs) I kind of fit in perfectly well to the suburb.
1: Yeah,
2: just don't break any wind.
1: Yeah, please, and and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the voice of our other resident geek, Mr. Mike McPeak.
2: Hello, yes, and yeah, I had to bring up the breaking wind thing, but yeah, I'm I'm out here on the plains of South Dakota. I can well, we have wind farms out here for generating electricity, so I'll give you, I'll uh, ma- I'll I'll put my wind up against your wind, and we'll see who
1: wins. Yeah, well,
0: let's let's see who's is stinkier.
1: <laughs> oh no folks, we don't so so I'm just as a just as a reference point for our audience, uh according to my little cheat sheet here, this is in Celsius. Mike is currently at seventeen degrees Celsius, the same temperature that Mark is.
0: Yep, and it's cold, it's nippy. Especially and, with the wait. breeze.
1: And it's eighteen here and I'm sweating like a dog.
0: Yeah, but you sweat if it's one degree over zero.
1: Actually I sweat until it gets uh, to minus five degrees below zero.
2: No, And you see... The, oh, shocking. And the weather here is just wonderful. I mean, it's like up in the 70s and 80s, and I've been riding my bicycle to work, which is only about a half mile drive, But so I'm actually getting some of this exercise of which speak, uh, people speak. Um,
0: yeah, it's not as, it, as good as it's cracked up to be, I don't think. It takes more time, more energy. You wear out your joints, you wear out your heart... Well, insane. I, I, I
2: mean, have a ge-
0: that that Facebook co-founder or something. He died falling off a a treadmill yesterday or something. It was I, I don't know the story. I just sort of heard it, and I went, well, that's one good reason not to do exercise. Unfortunately,
2: unfortunately, I have one of those jobs where I I walk like uh, fifteen to twenty thousand steps a day, or from five to six miles, or somewhere in there. So I I just. I walk a lot, so who knows what my joints are going to do.
1: Well, yeah, you know, my old job uh, that I had was when I first went to work, I I used to read water meters, and that involved hanging on the side of a moving vehicle, like think of the speed of a trash truck, and jumping on and off of it while it was still moving to jump out and read the meters, you know, three to 400 times a day. Oh, yeah. if
0: only we if only we had YouTube back then. I'd love to see a video like that. It would be an instant hit and super funny.
1: You know, I got really good at it, and I was in the best shape of my life when I was doing that. I mean, because mm-hmm. you had to be fast. We could do we could do three hundred and fifty meters in three hours. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's drive. It includes driving time, writing the readings down, because then we actually used to have to write the readings down. Oh, dear, Mark passed wind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I broke it. <laughs> no, that's unfortunately just uh, part and parcel of me calling it in today, guys. I'm heading up to uh, my, lo- my local train station on the way to uh, meet up with Gretel, and and then on the way to my audio Nirvana store. So uh, should be very exciting. I'm picking up some new tech.
1: All right, so since you brought the topic up, Well, you know, uh, I've got
0: to bring the topic up, of course, you know, otherwise
1: you'd just ignore me for the whole episode. Well, that's always possible. Let's talk a little bit about what you want to do with your Nirvana or where you're going to put it or whatever. All
0: right. What I've done is I've been working on a redesign for the lounge room for a long time and filling, you know, making it a proper lounge room, man cave kind of thing. So it's going to be a reading room and library. It's going to be a home entertainment suite and it's going to be a listening room. So I'm up to the stage where. Now I buy the really cool stuff because all the furniture's purchased. So uh, I go and use a supplier in Sydney called Lynn Wallace Audio, fantastic supplier if anyone's in Sydney listening to the show. And um, I've been looking at all the fun gear. So what I'm doing, big 50-inch display that's going to be wall-mounted. Today I'm picking up a Bose 235 uh, home theatre system. i got a great deal on it. It's next demo. And uh, it's down from 3500 to 2200 so I'm super happy about that. Um, and then I'm looking at a, a, a nice $2,000 Morant CD player and an amp to go with it and a couple of absolutely beautiful Bows & Wilkins speakers. They're, uh, they're CM5s, the CM5 model and, boy, you have never heard audio until you've heard this stuff. It's just absolutely incredible.
1: Oh, well, my gosh. A few yeah, too so many
2: it, tractors it, it, and vacuum cleaners. I don't know that the, I would appreciate the, uh, the the effects of this sound system that you're getting. So,
0: Yeah, look, it, you know, it is excessive, but I, I tell you guys, I can definitely add an absolutely – hear a difference It's a massive difference even just changing out because I, I had a look at the Apo bdp uh 105 which is an all-in-one all-inclusive um blu-ray player cd player and everything and i hated it the sound was just awful so i went with the Marantz instead and it was beautiful um and the other one i'm looking at is a, a name uh cdx unit and what's cool about the cdx unit is that it actually looks a little bit like a turntable where you pull the drawer out manually to the CD player and then you've got a little weight spindle and you put the little spindle on top of the CD and, um, and then it keeps it in place and keeps it nice and balanced
1: and it's uh, yeah, it's just superb. So so I oh God <laughs> it's, but folks, if, if you hear me laughing, it's because Mike and I have video to each other. And Mark is not on video because of him being mobile, and and the imagery that I'm getting at times, and Mike's not helping things at all. Okay.
0: Well, I just, I just, was just saying, are you too bad behaved? No, I'm just well, saying you're number you one. To get your wives to spank you?
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's a, what was, what did i see on facebook the other day i've reached the stage where i like to nap and get spanked so there we go that's exactly Uh-oh. right
1: at our age uh, you know both things are a good thing that's a bonus <laughs> oh dear god no uh back it up to what you were saying so you're going from what do you have like a 37 inch display right now i think
0: Thir- 32 inch 32. so it's a 32 inch to a 50
1: that's a big jump
0: that is a massive, absolutely massive jump. And what I've done is, and, and this is something I know it's hard for people to do, especially with kids. But when you've got kids, it, it's sort of something that you have to do. You've got to, um, uh, how, how shall I put it? You've got to get them out of the lounge room.
2: Oh, yeah. You mean, yeah, because so, you want this to be your your man cave or your...
0: Well, it's going to be our home entertainment theatre, but I had to get the gaming systems out of there. I just had to throw them out, and I didn't throw them out. I just got the kids another TV, and now they've got it in their room. And uh, so that's what I actually prefer. I actually, I like that because then it's my space. It's my spot. And uh, I, I think it, it really is something that just for mental health you really need to do when you've got kids.
2: Oh, yeah. That's why I always liked, uh, you know, we kind of talked about parenting a few shows ago. And that's why uh, I always liked when I could, uh, especially with this job, uh, I worked till like 1030 at night. And then I would stay up later because then everyone was asleep and that was the my time. Um, mm-hmm. Or sometimes I would stay up late when everyone else was asleep. Just, yeah, so you could have some time away from people and demands and and that kind of stuff. So you do, you, you love your kids, but you need to spend some time away from, from them. So.
1: And you know what the sad part is? My, most of my time away from them is the time I spend with you two. That's the sad part.
0: That, that is pretty sad. But you know what, so guys, I'm, I'm doing all this cause I, I can't remember if I told you and, and everyone else listening, of course, but, uh, Gretel was, um, she went I to say she went to, to Europe, she went to France and, uh, she went to France, London, and Scotland for two weeks. So she went on a big holiday, and I went. You know what? I'm not going on the holiday. I don't want to go on the holiday. I want to buy some gear. So I'm looking at all this tech gear or audio gear, really. And I'm just going, "Yep, this is what I'm going to do."
1: <laughs> now you just made me think when you talked about Gretel traveling the old nursery or preschool teas. I see London. I see France. Now I see so and so's underpants. So you know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Could, I couldn't oh, resi- that's funny that one just popped into my head so so this is your 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 vacation is going to be building your man cave where Gretel actually took a vacation is what you're saying
0: yeah she actually went and lived to life and actually uh you know had fun whereas I'm just going you know what no <laughs> so uh yeah it, it it's just What different people want, really, I I think. I'm just not in the mood at this point in time in my life to actually travel. And I just, I didn't find the enjoyment in that. Whereas I I love building my home. I love making my home the best it can be because, let's be frank and honest, Gretel had a wonderful two weeks uh, across in Europe, but she's been back a week and a half, and now it's just a memory. Whereas I build the man cave, and uh, I've got it constantly.
1: Well, I'll be frank. Mike can be honest, but so we're clear on that, folks. But no, yeah. uh, um, no. I mean, I understand that, and I think it's wonderful that you two can, you know, come to that sort of agreement where you can do something like that. I think it shows a very mature and healthy relationship that you have. To to.
0: Well. <laughs>
1: now I'm being nice. Let's, let's here. not go
0: too far. Yeah, let's let's not go too far. Look, I've got to be quite honest, you know, having to look after the kids uh, for the two weeks, you tend to rely a lot more on the other person than you think you do. Um, You know, you you tend to really uh, become a little bit ignorant, I guess, to everyone's needs and your partner's needs because you're sort of like, oh, yeah, she's there and she'll take care of this or, you know, vice versa, he'll take care of this. And then when you're stuck and you're it, Oh, okay. (laughs) That's interesting.
1: When you become Johnny on the spot, you really figure out what that spot feels like and how hot it can get.
0: Oh, yeah, it sure do. But you know what? I wouldn't change anything for the world. I'm super happy that I did it. I'm super happy that I I allowed Gretel uh, the opportunity to do it. Um, So, in in the end, it, it turned out very well. And it turns out that, hey, guess what? She's given me the AAK to spend five grand on audio visual gear. The only thing that she doesn't really know is that it's going to cost closer to 10 by the time I'm done. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not satisfied. I, I listen to this stuff, and I go, yeah, no, that's not what I expect out of CD. Yeah, no, that's not what I want uh, out of my vinyl collection. I've got a very particular sound that I'm I'm aiming for and I'm working towards. So it'll be... It'll be interesting to see how she handles that big
1: change. Um, might be interesting to see how she handles you after she finds out how much change you dropped.
0: <laughs> uh, let's just put it this way. This is going to happen over a period of a year to other months anyway. Okay. So All I'm right. going to do the home cinema stuff first because I, I take her with me down to, to the showroom to actually do the auditions. Um, just, you know, it's her money too. I'm not going to... Um, go and spend thousands of dollars of our joint money and, and not have her have a say um, but she really liked this Bose 235 system that I'm picking up today and that'll be the, the home cinema um, setup. Uh, and that pleases her she, she watches TV a lot more than she does music and then that'll allow me in six months time to go and, and confirm the purchase of all the other gear that I'm looking at so it should be rather good
1: what kind of? I don't know if you said or I did. I miss it. What kind of TV you're going? You're looking at?
0: Uh, it's a Panasonic, um, and probably a, uh, a newer, UN model. There about seventeen hundred for the unit. That's RRP. Um, but the interesting part about it is, well, not interesting, but it will allow you to not only record uh, television to USB drive and then. Uh, watch live television but if you've got an ipad for instance you can actually stream the television and all the recorded uh, shows around the house in your own network so i thought that was a kind of interesting um interesting idea there
2: so so, so it's a it's a dvr and sling box then type yes. thing.
0: yes all built okay. into
2: one
1: okay
0: yeah Um, And, you know, I I could buy all separates, uh, as you guys know, um, to do all this kind of thing. But I'm just, I'm really at that stage where, okay, I'm going to do this one time and I don't want to be upgrading again. Obviously, as technology uh, increases and gets better, I'll upgrade. Obviously, as uh, things start to break, I'll have to upgrade. But the, the aim and the goal in the system is not to... It, it, and especially the analog audio that will connect to my turntable and the high-end CD player, that stuff is buy it once and that's all I'm doing for a lifetime. I'm not doing it again. So it's, it's got to be... It'll take a few more months for me to, to fully lock everything in place, listen to everything that is, is currently available and make sure that this system is, is the best it can be because I, I can guarantee Greta will not let me spend that kind of money again. Um, certainly not anytime <laughs> soon. And, and you know what? My life wouldn't be that uh, worth living if I turned around a year later and said, "You know that CD player that I just spent two thousand two hundred on? Well, I'm thinking of getting one that's about four grand now. Is, is that all right if I trade it in and only get a grand back on the trade in and then spend three grand? Yeah, no, that won't happen. <laughs> well, you see, if you spend <laughs> you that much, that won't happen.
2: Oh yeah, if you spend that much again, you're spending that amount on your funeral. Maybe unless she just pushes you off into the ocean. So,
0: you, you know, it's funny. I, I keep saying to her because she spent it cost her about six grand to go over and do this big European uh, trip, which was nice. She went with her her older son, uh, my stepson, and uh, they had a great time. But it cost about six thousand, and I, I said, "Okay, I can't sell it. I can't get it back." I die, you can sell all this equipment and, and get a decent amount of the money back. So she's like, okay. And she actually had a, a devilish grin from ear to ear. I'm kind of a little bit worried about that now. I'm kind of like, mm, gee, should I have actually said that? I'm not too sure now.
1: <laughs> that That's like the old adage, you never tell your wife how much life insurance you have.
0: Yeah, I I don't have enough life insurance. Gretel's actually got more than I do, so, you know.
1: Yeah, I I remember the I all jokes are are joking me too uh, several years ago when my wife and I went in and did our wills and uh it's an attorney that I've dealt with for years and years but the paralegal that worked with us to do the will and get it all set up was somebody new. So we're sitting mm-hmm. there going through things, we get done, we sign everything and all that. And uh we were sitting there talking to the paralegal and I said, "Wow, I just realized how much stuff I signed away and gave to to my wife, I said, I guess I better start sleeping with my eyes open. Well, so, <laughs> and the par- yeah, and, and,
0: and, get, and getting someone else to taste
1: your food. <laughs> and the paralegal looks at me, you know, she she's not, because she was a young kid. And she well, really didn't-
0: actually eat it, that's it, probably the key Kevin.
1: Yeah, but and this girl, she wasn't sure what to say, and then all of a sudden my attorney leans over from the next office, Kevin, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with my paralegal (laughs) yeah you could probably screw her up for life so yeah she's thinking is this guy serious does he think his wife's gonna off him (laughs) do i need to be taking notes so that if it happens i can be a witness or what you know so yeah it was uh it was a surreal experience doing your will is a very surreal experience by the way but you need it's something you need to do
2: yeah, you you say that, and I know we need to do it, and and in our case, we we do need to set it up special because with uh, our oldest son being autistic and getting. Uh, um, um, disability money, we need to set it up so we don't screw that up for them. So there's certain things that have to go into that. And we we do need to sit down and get that hammered out. We do have life insurance. We do have that kind of, we have that part covered, but we do need to sit down and, and make a will. And my folks that had wills, um, they uh set them up, you know, er, uh, early because with a farm, too, you wanted to make sure you had a good transition plan there. And we don't have so much for assets, but we should still get it figured out how, you know, things will get passed along and the who and all that kind of stuff. So
1: Yeah, it's, it's really important to do stuff like that. Having been through grandparents and parents that passed away with no wills, that and in the state of Virginia is a royal nightmare. So, it. It's just terrible. So yeah, it, it, you do, it is as depressing as it might be. It is something that needs to be done. Now in Mark's case, all Gretel's going to do is say, "I get all the audio equipment and whatever's in his wallet." You know, so <laughs> it'll
0: sort of be like, "Okay, now I've got something." So uh, I, I think it'll be, yeah, you know, maybe we better do that.
1: Either that, or she's going to hollow out one of those new speakers you bought and just stuff your carcass in there and let it rot.
0: <laughs> yep, she'd do that. She 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 will she will bury me the cheapest way possible. I can guarantee it. I have to go with the funeral plan myself. Otherwise, I'm destitute for the uh, cheapest wooden box you've ever come across.
1: And if she well, needs any help in understanding how to do it cheaply for you, tell her to please feel free to call me. Well, then sure, the
2: I-
0: you you just put put me in cardboard.
2: Well, see, then I'm just thinking about that scene from uh, the movie uh, Fried Green Tomatoes when the abusive husband comes back and then he suddenly disappears. And boy, that uh, barbecue that they had that night was some of the most delicious stuff they ever had. So.
1: <laughs> when, they cook, when she cooked up the abusive husband, that was really good. I like that. Yeah. Well, Mark's saving grace is, bless her heart, one thing Gretel doesn't do is cook much, so at least he doesn't have to worry about being stewed.
0: <laughs> yep, that's right. She she doesn't because I just can't stand that woman's cooking. I love that woman, but I can't stand the cooking. It's just absolutely horrible.
1: <laughs> poor thing. Poor, yeah. poor Gretel.
0: Poor, poor me. I have to do with the cooking. Are you kidding me?
1: Uh, i get, I
0: got I get a new toy tonight. I've got to come home and I've got to cook instead of playing with it. I call
1: it the socks. Well what you need to do is come to this country. Mike and I'll take you out snipe hunting and then we can uh, yeah, then we, you we've can...
0: already established where I'm not doing that, Kevin, you shoot me in the
1: butt. No, I won't. I promise <laughs> I won't shoot you. Actually there's not a lot of
2: guns involved. There's just yeah. you know a, a sack and you know, it's more like, you know, it's live them. There's no there's no guns involved. You don't shoot the snipes, so
1: Yeah. That's not sporting. So you just go out and you catch them in Yeah, yeah, I think he really, and I'm sure. I bet Elisa has some good snipe hunting country up around here. We could go, we could go up there and let you do the snipe hunting.
2: yeah, there's plenty of trees there, so I, you know, it'd take a while to flush them out and get them to run towards Mark. So
1: yeah, we, but you know, as we said, we're willing to shoe the snipe towards him. You know, send him out in the woods so that we can send the snipe to him and let him wait till he catches one.
2: And we'll let him have all the glory. I mean, you know, he's got a. Yeah, it takes a while
1: to catch those things, so It does. It really does. And and I think Mark would probably make the best snipe hunter I've ever seen in my life. I'm I'm just sure of it. And I think our listeners would probably agree. I think he would be definitely a, a snipe hunter extraordinaire. Yes, and, and he's doggedly determined enough that he would stay on it till he caught one. That's right. Especially if we say Especially if we said, okay, if you do that, we can upgrade your TV to a 55-inch display or something like that.
0: Yeah, but so I, I couldn't go the 55-inch. I've already done the measurements, and the 50 is right at the limits. Any bigger, and you won't get the benefit of the, the proper home cinema.
2: So what you're saying is size does matter.
0: Size does matter, and big is not always better. <laughs> No comment and, 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 and when it comes to televisions You see more pixels, you get more pixelation. So if you can avoid that it's um, Yeah, it kind of works
1: Oh, excuse me no, Well, that's good We don't want you all pixelated In your Nirvana house there
0: No, we, we, don't, we don't need that I, Me being pixelated is bad enough I've got to wonder why someone would want to blow me up That big anyway
1: well, I, the couple times I had you full screen when uh, it was just you and I, it was quite shocking to see you at 27 inches in high definition.
0: Yeah, you know what? I don't even look good in real life. I don't know why you'd want to see me in high def, I, you know.
1: Well, you know, it's like those things. Sometimes if, you get, if you're if you curious if the iron's hot, you just have to touch it to see if you get burned. So, you know.
0: What? Yeah, you know, what? there's a funny story in that, because when Gretel was, was young, I would have been maybe seven or eight. Her father made her touch a cactus and, and said, go and touch it. And, and you know, she, she went and touched it, just believing blissfully that, you know, oh it's okay, nothing will happen. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> did she find out the hard way. Very funny.
2: Well, see, I, I would kind of like to have a big, you know, high-definition picture of Mark because we have some rodent problems from time to time, and
1: that might just solve it. Oh, you know what you could do is you could get uh, we take a picture of Mark, and we send it to that uh, what is that company that makes the giant life-size posters? Uh, uh, I can't. What
0: about those those dolls, the garage and and
1: um? I'm not having you made into a doll, dude. I (laughs) am not having you. (laughs) That's just too weird. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, even for me, that's a little bit
1: strange. I mean, because then, yeah. Only a
0: little bit, though, mind you. Not a lot.
1: Yeah. Fatheads, that's the name of the company. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen
0: those. They they just blow you up on a big billboard.
1: Well, you can get these giant, like, wall-sized pictures that are cut to shape. I'm trying to imagine your head.
0: Uh, You know what? I'm going to have to do that for my daughter, because last year, when she had the school photos she had you know she had a cold and she was getting over a cold and everything anyway so she had the green kind of snot that comes out of the nose the green booger anyway it's actually there on the picture this big green booger sticking out and I'm like couldn't the photographer you know ask her to blow her nose, couldn't the teacher do it? I mean, you could see it a mile away. And I've been threatening her that when she turns 17 and 18 and 21, it's coming out for every birthday party and I'm going to put it on a big billboard and the whole works. So I might have to go to this company and actually get it done.
1: Now, I'm I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm looking at your Skype profile picture, and I'm sitting here thinking of that picture of you blown up to where your head's about, uh, you know, about three quarters of a meter across. So that would, that's just terrifying, actually.
0: Yeah, that, that, that is. That, that's traumatizing.
1: But I'll get it.
0: I, that? I, I mean, seriously, who would want that kind of service, though? It's, I mean, look, all of these things are cool because, guess what? You can do them, and I'm sure they make cool, you know, sort of gift-type things and gimmicky-type things, but I kind of look at it and I think, well, would you really want that? I mean, would, would that be – you'd never put it in your home.
1: Well, now I know what Unless to get
0: Unless you, you were so egotistical that you just loved yourself that much.
1: Actually, I was thinking about now I know what to get you and Mike for Christmas this year. I'll, I'll have myself made into one of those. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Return to sender.
1: May, I'll, I'll even have it done with me and my man Kini.
0: Hell no. <laughs> Definitely return to sender.
1: Okay, is this
2: this payback for the uh, messages we were having Saturday? Uh, Because, let me see if I can bring this up now. Because I said something about being flexible, and you called me Plastic Man. And I said, no, I was actually Mr. Fantastic. Uh, And then you said something about, um, okay, yeah, Uh, let's see. Thanks for being flexible. I said, I'm very flexible. Just ask my wife. Um, And you said, I was afraid you are going to say that. Uh, and then, um, uh, see, crap, now I have a picture of you in a full-body spandex. Now I need to throw up. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was that was not a, a good mental image I had Saturday after we got done talking. And that on top of, we had spent Friday, uh, my kids had been wanting a basketball hoop. So my wife and I spent Friday, uh, I was on, took the day off, and we spent it putting together this basketball hoop and stuff which I almost dropped on top of my truck and broke the crap out of my truck and the basketball hoop. You
0: know what I I find? I'm not not bad or anything. Like, I've looked at the basketball hoops for my kids as well. Because I I ask, of course, they're out here, they're like $200, and i just go, what? I just don't want to spend that kind of money.
1: Well, this one was was, uh, probably... One hundred and seventy US, I think, or somewhere wow. around.
0: Wow! So yeah, so roughly the same price. And I so the problem is, you can't get decent quality ones for a, a reasonable price. Like I'm thinking, a reasonable price would be a hundred dollars. Something like that would be appropriate, in my opinion.
2: <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, you see, the thing is, well, my kids had a passing interest in basketball, but I work at a high school, so they can just go up to the gym, and and we got a field house, too, so they can go out, just go up there and, and shoot baskets. So I didn't really have too much of a problem there.
1: Well, I mean, we could, there's a, uh, at the local school, there's a basketball court, an outdoor court there where they could go. But, again, it's, you know, it's three blocks away, and it's just, it's inconvenient for them to go up there and then one of us would want to be with them all the time because I don't... Uh, as safe as I like to believe the neighbourhood is I live in, I don't trust some of the weirdos I do see around the neighbourhood, so...
0: Yeah, and, and you know what? It's not necessarily the weirdos that you've got to be worried about with kids. That can be just your standard, normal, you know, community-based person. You just don't know who to trust anymore, so it's always better to be safe rather than... Sorry, let's just put it this way because... Uh, you know, one little mistake, and um, you, you can't go back from
1: that. You know. Well, the funny thing was, we had to put to weight this thing down because it's it's uh, it, it comes with its own base. You, it said put three hundred pounds of sand in it in the mm-hmm. base. It's got a hollow base, so we were putting sand in it, and they were going around back to get some more sand to put in it. And I thought, well, let me tilt it forward so that I can let the sand that's were in the filling hole, you know, go for down towards the other end and make it easier to put more sand in the thing. Well, you know, dummy me, this is the the completely assembled thing. So you've got this plexiglass hoop and and the rim and everything that's up, you know, 10 feet in the air. And I'm at the base, and I'm not accounting for the fact that the weight of that thing and the lever arm is going to make it even heavier. And I start to tilt the thing forward, and I'm talking when this thing starts to come forward, it comes quick. And all I could do was dig my feet in and hold and push back against it just to keep it from coming down and smashing into the top of my pickup truck and tearing up both the hoop and the top of my pickup truck in the process. And I started screaming, help, help. <laughs> oh, boy,
0: oh, we, we, we need you on YouTube. And, L- and, and,
1: and they all come running around. Why did you do that? Why? I said we can argue about my dumbness later. Help me get these things to back up. Oh, that's uh, so funny. So yeah, it was it was it was interesting. I we ended up giving up putting the sand in the base, and I just went and bought uh, what I call contractor grade cement or sand that they use to mix Ruben cement with, and it's in these tubes that'll can be left outside. These plastic tubes. And I just threw them on the base and said that. No. <laughs> <laughs> because believe me, I, uh, trying to fill something with 300 pounds of sand through a funnel is not funny.
0: No. No, no certainly wouldn't be. be more trouble than it's worth by the sound of it.
1: It was. And, and speaking of sounds, I have something interesting that I told the guys I was going to make a surprise. One of our new listeners, Jim, friend of mine... Was in. Uh, I
0: Is believe- Jim only new to the show, to listening to the show, because I haven't been on for a while?
1: Uh, sort of. He did, he did have a little uh, regurgitation when, when you discussed your moves that did make him throw up.
0: Got, got it. Right. I, I, I know him now. Okay. Well, I don't know him, but I know of him through <laughs> Kevin. Yes. Okay. I, and again, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> but he was in, I believe it was Chicago. Uh, Chicago or Detroit Airport. I'd have to go back and look at the email message now. And he heard the announcer come on and he swears that that announcer sounds just like Mike and he actually recorded it. Ooh. Ooh. And he sent it to Are me. You going to play it for us? I I will put it into the show so oh, that everybody nice. can hear and see if they think it sounds like Mike. I okay. hear, I do hear some of Mike in there. So am um, my next question is Mike, are you moonlighting somewhere? No, but if it was if it was
2: Chicago, uh, uh, I'll I'll spare everybody my genealogy history here. But uh, we came from well, I was actually um, Ohio, but that's in that neighborhood, so it could be one of my you know distant relatives, and uh, maybe the unique McPeak voice. So
1: unique
0: McPeak, yeah, you you, do, you yes. do have a very smooth voice that it, it is very nice to listen to you talk I, you know i listen well, I, to myself way too much and i listen to kevin and uh, we just we well, don't even have voices <laughs> for radio
2: well oh, okay that makes me feel good i well i i have to work on my diction and my delivery but yeah my, my, my voice isn't too bad and i am narcissistic i listen to us and i listen to me on sci-fi tech talk because uh when we're doing this, I'm in the moment trying to think of what I'm going to say next and try not to be too stupid about it. But then when we're done, I like to go back and listen and go, hey, that was actually kind of interesting. So I do listen to it from a listener's point of view. Now, uh, us, I think I listen to it one and a half speed, but sci fi tech talk, I actually slow that down and listen at normal speed. So, um, but it is nice to know that, you know, somebody thinks my voice is. Uh, does sound good because I listen to it in my own head, which probably sounds different. And,
0: uh, well, it does. I, Your voice always sounds different, um, to yourself than when you actually mm. listen back to it. And certainly for first time podcasters, when I first started to podcast, it is really quite off putting because you think, Oh, do I sound that bad? Jeez, oh, I feel sorry for everyone that's got to listen to me like that. But the thing is that we all sound better i I think we all sound i shouldn't say better it's just a different um way of listening to each other so we we listen and we go okay well we sound a certain way but we like the sound that's inside our heads rather than what we record just purely because we're constantly within our heads so we're constantly hearing our voice in a certain way and, and that goes through the Sort of the uh, the the bone and, and the skull connection to the eardrum and stuff like that. So you end up getting a bit more vibration through them. It changes the tonality of the voice.
2: Well, and I've been doing this long enough now that because uh, just a few weeks ago we had our third anniversary of Sci-Fi Tech Talk, and we're up to episode 131 now. No, so.
0: I can't. That that is brilliant. Congratulations to oh you yeah, yeah big congrats it. to
1: you and Jeff I, and Julie.
0: I honestly, when when I saw that come across, I went what are you kidding me it's been three years and and then i just i sat there for a minute thinking what have i done for the last <laughs> three years nothing what? not a lot and and pretty much i've wasted my life away i established that based on the chronology of your show but
1: <laughs>
0: it's just one of those things that i, I just went wow that is there well, is so much there and,
2: and you yeah, know yeah, i, incredible. I, I I didn't realize that it was three years until you know we sat there and did the math and yeah because the time just kind of flew by and we've had fun and we've uh, you know been writing some of our uh, uh, geek uh, uh, missteps that we've done because we did uh, just before we got uh, before we started recording this we did uh, record and we had, none of us had watched ET
0: before so we sat down yeah, and you weren't missing out on much in my opinion Uh I love that movie. I, I, I thought it was so flawed, and I, ju- I just didn't get into that film. It just well, we always th- no. I just didn't like it that much. We
2: we have this thing uh, on the show that we call "Don't poke the plot" or "Don't poke the science." You know, sometimes just let you let certain things go. And yeah, you know, we were talking about uh, you know one thing that I think Jeff brought up was okay, ET can fly and levitate. So when the ship is taking off, why didn't he just levitate up to the ship, up to the gang uh, the uh, the gangplank that they had out there and get on the ship? Yeah, it would have been a 10-minute movie, but...
0: You know, so, you know, don't ask those
2: questions, but...
0: True. I, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I just never really, really got into that film. and Maybe I should watch it again with the kids, because my kids haven't seen it, and it's been a couple of decades since I've even watched it. So yeah, maybe I-, I should watch it again and give it... A, a different, different sort of look through the eyes of my kids. Because uh, I, I notice sometimes that my preconceived notions do change um, based on, on when I see my kids happy and when I see them liking something that perhaps maybe I wasn't exposed to at their age, or perhaps um, you know it has a, a more negative connotation, um, you know for whatever reason. And then I see them enjoy it, and I go, "Well, this is actually pretty cool." I really didn't yes. give that what? A, a, enough. Keep your well, and we to
2: we kind of I mean. we said that this is a movie science fiction for the average person, because a hot you know a, a hardcore sci fi person would sit there, yeah, and poke holes in it. But I think for the average type person, which you know we're not average, uh, <laughs> you know, as far as you know the society goes, uh, you know, it's fine. That we also kind of called it uh, family. Sci fi, because it's got a little something, you know, something
0: for
2: the kids, a little something for the kid, uh, you know, for the adults in there, too. Um, and you know, overall, and it's not hard to get into, so you know, it's like beginner sci fi, friend, uh, family uh, sci fi, it's and you know, it, it hits all the emotional touch points. So we thought it was, you know, a pretty good movie for that. We couldn't really knock it, I mean. You know, because it was it's a feel good movie, and it you know'd be kind of like beating up on a nun or something like that. It, <laughs> it just didn't seem like it would be right to you know <laughs> oh, to be funny. too hard on. Now, we did have a little problem. It was ranked um, like third on the uh, film institute's uh, sci-fi movies. we're kind of going, well, okay. You know, I guess if it was normal people making up the list, they would probably put it there. You know, I don't know if you put together a bunch of hardcore sci-fi geeks, where it would end up. It might. Well, like uh, I think Jeff said, it took us 131 episodes to get to this one, so obviously it wouldn't have made our top 100 list. So,
0: yeah, that's no, it's definitely good. it's right at the bottom of mine. Um, but you know, you know what, Close Encounters is there as well, right at the bottom. I just. I can't stand that movie either. I, I, I just Richard Dreyfuss, well, you know, a great actor, but I just he wasn't believable in, in that film. I just didn't like it.
2: Well, and I'll tease next week's episode because we wanted to do something that was, oh, I don't know, fun, campy, and something we could probably rip to pieces. So we're
0: gonna do Flash Gordon. Ooh. Flash. Oh dear! You know, you know what? The, the best part about that is the Queen song soundtrack that is yeah. attached to that. That yeah, that soundtrack. I, I mean, the, the whole soundtrack is you know, it's hit and miss. There's a couple of good Queen songs on there, and the rest is like, yeah, okay, I've got them because I have to have everything Queen, but um, <laughs> otherwise, I, I just wouldn't have it. It's like, yes, I don't need to actually listen to track three, four, or five. You know it's just one of those things. I hate soundtracks for that. Sometimes, sometimes you have that one or two killer, killer song and you just want it. And then others are like, no, nah.
1: that's, well, that's called, uh, uh you want to be a real queen or something to that effect. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah, well, I don't
0: really want to be a queen cause that's, uh, out, out here, certainly in Australia, that's got some connotations. Yes, <laughs> it,
1: it does here in the United States too. Oh,
0: good. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. But, um, Actually, you know what? Speaking of music, and just getting on there quickly. Kevin, I've got something that will make you really, 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 really jealous. What's that? I have ACDC
1: tickets for their Rock or Bust concert in November. Oh, well, that's nice. I, I, I think you're number one in my book for that. I'm gesturing yeah, how much of a I, number one you, you think. You, you, you didn't have to gesture. I, I got your message loud and clear. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, no, all joke aside, you lucky bastard.
0: Oh, I, I look I I wouldn't have normally done it, but um my stepson, while oh, he was over in Europe, um he he wanted um, me to order the tickets for him. Anyway, so what happened was there was a bit of a mix up because his girlfriend also ordered the tickets, so he gets to go twice, which is, you know, really, really cool. Uh so he gets to go to the Brisbane one as well as the Sydney one. And when he found out that his girlfriend had already booked the tickets for Queensland, he said, well, you know, because he was going to take one of his other friends, and I, I wasn't going to go or anything. And then he said to me, well, he said, you love ASIC. They said, why don't you come with me instead? I'm like, yeah, sure. No worries, I'm there.
1: Well, so maybe so, I uh, should just uh, come down to Australia, and I'll go with him instead of you.
0: You know what? I, I'm a
1: true gentleman. I
0: will let you have my ticket <laughs> because I know how much it would mean to you.
1: Yeah, it, it, that's a cheap concert for me. You know, twenty thousand dollars to travel to Australia. <laughs> well, <You're laughs> right? But see, it's, it's the experience. It's well, I, I, <laughs> would, I would, I would, yeah. It's the concert experience. I get to be with Gretel and the kids. You know, so it's all that too. Yeah. So it's not just the the yeah. concert yeah. itself. Then, but, but then there's no, you. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm super. Yeah. Then it's me. Well, I was going to say you could abuse ab-
1: anyway. You could
2: abuse Mark. You know, or yeah, tie yeah, him up that and anyone.
1: Anyway. I don't well, think
2: then. I can take my
1: firearms into the country with me. <laughs> yeah,
2: but talk to those aborigines. Don't they have spears or something that you could just uh, yeah you with, know? with dull yeah.
1: with dull points? I can just walk along and poking with the dull point spear. Tling, tling, tling. <laughs> hey, Mark, wake up! Wake up! Wake up!
0: I'm awake. You don't have to poke me.
1: Can you imagine that waking up first please thing in the morning, opening please. your eyes, and seeing me standing over top of you?
0: Okay. <laughs> that, that, yeah, no, nah, that, 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 that reminds me of the Godfather movie where the horse head is in the bed when the guy wakes up. That's the, the same kind of terror right there.
1: I'll bring the snipe and cut, a, uh, cut its head off and lay it there in the bed with you. <laughs> Lovely. Right? Right? It, that'll work. Hey, you know, we were talking about movies. I, for the first time, and I cannot remember how long, I actually rented a movie that I couldn't finish watching. And that was Ooh. Robert Downey Jr. Yes. as Sherlock Holmes. Really? Which which, which one was it? The Robert first? Downey Jr. does uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, mm. The Dark... Interesting. The Dark You, you know what?
0: I, I love the Sherlock Holmes um,
1: Oh, I love Sherlock stories. Holmes.
0: Um, and he's seen the BBC television. Um, one episode did, um, of it. Yeah, you've got to watch that. That's absolutely brilliant. I yes. think it's superb. He's got um, what's his name? He, he was in the latest Star Trek movie, uh, The Com- Darknesses. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. He he's incredible. So he, those ones I class as being the best ones to actually um, see. But I, in saying that, I haven't seen those other films either, so I'm not too oh, sure it myself.
1: Was, it was it was so bad that probably 20 minutes in it, I was sound asleep. It was, Kevin,
0: that. Was, this, was this the first one? Because I know they've made two or maybe three of them.
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Um,
1: it was. It I was, was just... I, I'd have to look it up because it's it's Robert Downey Jr. The so, I can't remember what it was, but it was just it wasn't his acting. It was just the story was so bad. It was so slow to develop that it was very hard to watch. I mean, we finally gave up, took the DVD out, and sent it back. <laughs> it was that wow. uh,
0: I think that, there was that's That's two. really bad, to just give up after 20 minutes.
1: Well, no, I fell asleep after 20 minutes. My wife and one daughter gave it another uh, 30, 30 minutes before they gave up on it. It's a long movie. Wow. It's like two and a half hours long.
2: I watched it. I didn't think it was that bad. Maybe it was watching it with my son.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, if you like Sherlock Holmes, uh, have you ever seen the American show, Mark, called Elementary? Um, With Lucy Liu I, and... Uh, Johnny Miller? You know yeah.
0: I, I've, I've heard of it, but I have not
1: seen it. That's a good show. Um, uh, that's really good. And it, it really surprises. I showed my kids. They were really surprised They because they watch that show occasionally. And they see Johnny Miller, and, you know, he has a very British accent and all that. I mean, he is British. And then I show him uh, show him when he did the movie back in 1995, Packers, with Angelina Jolie. And they go, wait a minute, that's the same guy. I went, yeah, it's the exact
0: same guy. And they go, really, I, I didn't notice anyone other I, than Angelina Jolie, so, you know. <laughs> well, and, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, but if, she, if she's in a film... I mean, forget the plot or anything; it just works. Oh, jeez,
2: that's well. I I've got to give up some geek <laughs> points because I haven't watched Hackers. Oh no, minus two geek points. Okay, well, uh I'll I'll, I'll take that because I should, as a you know, a, a geek here, and I'm on a geek show. I should be watching that stuff. Uh, I haven't seen Hackers that. I haven't is seen really s- good though. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen Sneakers. Uh, you know, oh, uh, my- minus two more okay
1: you're down four geek points oh no I'm saying ladies do I go up in geek
0: points guys no. I'll get I'll give
1: you I'll give you four geek points for it I'm, okay. I'm, oh thank God so you're only negative three million six hundred and eighty
0: five thousand two hundred and twenty one now hi hi hi. I was so. just
2: looking to see if it was it's for rental out there I guess I should just pry open my pocketbook and and uh watch that sometime and
1: we'll get the spiders and stuff out of the way and get the
2: yeah, you know. yeah get that old uh, dusty condom out of the way and
1: you know, the one from high school yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no those are uh, those are two hackers the the movie is it's not a great movie but it's a fun movie if you're a geek I, I, it's the mm-hmm. is the way I like to credit. And the book that it's based on is a really good book, The Masters of Deception. Uh, If you ever get a chance, read that book, because it's a very, very good book. Uh, I didn't even know
0: it was based on a book.
1: Yeah, loosely based on a book. I'll put it that way. Okay. uh, But the book is The Masters of Deception, and I read that years before the movie ever came out. And then when the movie Mm -hmm. came out, I thought, wow, because they play around with the story a little bit, but the basic premise is the same, and some of the characters are similar. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if you've never seen it, that's Mike. You ought to watch that one. You would like that? You have seen Hackers? Or, I mean, not Hackers. Uh, the Net with Angelina Jolie, right?
0: Uh, Out no. on the oh. net. Not no, yes. Sandra Bullock and
1: Sa- That's what yes. I meant, Sandra Bullock, not Sandra. Uh, Angelina no, Jolie.
2: and I have to. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm I'm really stepping in it now because I haven't seen that one either.
1: Oh, minus three geek points for that one.
2: Well, I just decided to Google uh, top. Well, I did move, move, uh, Google computer geek movies, and so I got Fandango here. Fifteen top uh, computer movies. I haven't seen The Social Network, and I won't no, I see don't that one. I not want that
0: either.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, now they've got Tron. We just did that. Uh, no, Lawnmower Man. No, we haven't done that one either. Oh,
0: Lawnmower uh, oh, Man! That's a great movie. Is that the nineteen nineties edition?
2: I think so. Uh,
1: yeah, with Jeff Bridges. Oh, I have yep. seen that. It's been years and years ago. I, barely, I don't really remember. Yeah, it's, but
0: uh, It's very good, that one.
1: Uh,
2: get the damn commercial out here. I don't have an upset stomach. Um, <laughs> that one I don't even know. Charlie uh, 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 Corsomo? No, I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. No. Uh, oh, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. I have seen that one. Yay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seen that. Uh, yeah, Hair Pie will stick with me for a
1: while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh, (laughs) Haven't seen Weird Science. Oh, that's a good one. It's funny. Uh.
2: Uh, Let's see here. Um, What's this? Oh, yeah, there's Hackers. Yeah. And, okay, here's Tron. Tron we just did on uh, last week, two weeks ago, I think it was. We just did that recently. So I get points for that. Haven't seen Real Genius. Um, Hold Hold on, Mike, which Tron? The original or the remake? The original. With with Jeff Bridges and um, oh Uh-oh. shoot, I can't think of the rest of them. Um, yeah, Bruce Boxleitner. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I okay. I have seen Office Space, so I'm not. Yes. Uh, um, and I have seen the Honey I Shrunk the Kids movies.
0: They're good. I mean, they're they're good family fun. You know, sort of. You know. Stupid light entertainment, really.
2: And yeah. I have I haven't seen War Games. <gasps> I know you
0: haven't. Minus
2: ten thousand points. That ah, ah, that one hurt. My shields just went down on that
1: one. Oh, hey, War Games. When I saw that movie back in nineteen eighty three when it came out, that's when the switch flipped for me that I had to get a computer, and that's when I got into it. And that. Predetermined the course that I have led to this point in my life.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, and I haven't seen the net, so I think I've got some homework I gotta do here. So, oh, uh,
0: you, yeah, you, you, got, you know what? You gotta see the net for Sandra Bullock, but can I be quite well, honest? Yeah. It has aged really, really badly. I mean, we're talking mid 90s Mac computers and, you know, oh, I'm and, sure. And the dawn of the internet, and so, I mean, look, it brings back wonderful memories. But at the same time, it has aged. The other problem that I've got with it, too, is that um, the story isn't good enough on its own. I wish that they had used more tech and gone more into the technology side. They went more into the story. And it ended up becoming an action
1: movie, really.
0: Um, And it worked, but it only worked on one level. It wasn't perfect.
1: Well, but I mean, if you look at War Games, it doesn't hold up very well either as far as that goes because the tech is quite outdated, but I can quote most of that movie and most of the really good lines from that movie to the point that I am no longer allowed to watch that movie with my wife in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll just put it that way. <laughs> but, yeah, I,
0: I, hate, I hate it when people can go and and, and just dictate stuff like that. It's like, oh, are you kidding me?
1: Well, it comes sorry, from watching tiny, the movie. Kevin,
0: sorry, we're
1: It comes from watching the movie, War Games, Hackers, and the Net. I would roughly estimate that I've seen each one of those a minimum of about twenty, maybe thirty times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hmm.
2: See, there's not very many movies I watch multiple times. I guess the closest I come is Airplane, and I feel this urge to go back and watch it at some point. Uh, and surely I'm not kidding. So, surely
1: you can't yeah, be I, serious.
2: <laughs> and don't call me surely.
0: I, uh, I, I don't mind watching films back to back, but I, I think the problem is, and maybe this is the wrong way to look at it, but I, I just feel in the last 15 years, um, the the movies that have been pushed out, obviously you know they're getting better and better, but there's many more of them and so now you're trying to justify time and and where can i get time to watch this it's very similar with regards to television there's so much brilliant television that in in my opinion um supersedes the quality of of uh film that there's just not enough time in your life to watch it you'd have to have like 10 lifetimes to enjoy half the stuff that you're
1: interested in
2: well and you see my problem is um i've Gotten back in the first per, uh, first person shooter games, and so uh, mm-hmm. I just kind of made fun. it. Oh yeah, I, I've made it through the Alan Wake um, uh, game, and I just made it through a you know a playthrough on Borderlands. The nice thing about Borderlands is you can play as different characters, and they have side missions. So I might go back mm-hmm. and explore that some more. And I have Borderlands Two, which I'm trying to get. I'm at a one of those levels where I feel like rage quitting. Um,
0: yeah, and you know what? I, I hit the same point. I can't remember which version of Borderlands I played, but that's why I didn't like it because it was just like, ah, uh, I, I don't know how to proceed from here. And I looked it up and everything. You know, you use the internet. Google is your friend, so is YouTube for video games. And I just couldn't figure it out, and I ended up losing interest, and that's why I don't like the Borderlands series. Mm. Um, it's still a great game. You know, it's a, it's a great concept, great game, beautiful quality, um from the production standpoint,
2: but it just, yeah, there's just something lacking. Well, my thing is uh, on Borderlands 2, I'm at an early level because my style of play is I play as a soldier, so uh, I should have, uh, I've got sniping ability. I just don't have a sniping rifle yet. All I've got is a shotgun and a pistol. And Mm -hmm. so to defeat the boss monster at this level is with a shotgun, which I can't reload real quick, and i got to run around while they're shooting bombs at me. It, that's the kind of frustrating part. But, yeah, there was a few spots in Borderlands where uh, the original game, where I had problems. And once I finally figured out the uh, the sniper thing where I could be, you know, uh, uh, snipers have their role in real life. In gaming, you know, it's not macho, you know, like where you'd run up and just blast away at them. You're hiding up there. I don't want to say as a coward, but you're hiding, and you're taking shots at them. Uh, but that does work for me. I mean, I would rather do that than to be, you know, uh, muzzle meat out there as I'm getting blown to bits. So um, and once I got that figured out and got start to understand the weapons, then it got better. But there was a few times when I was just uh, – I didn't know if I was going to get past that one level because I was still trying to do mm. the run up to them and shoot them like crazy and then, you know, get blown to I mean, bits.
0: Got, yeah, then, but then try and get away before you do get blown. It, right. Yeah, it's a really, I, I think it's one of those games that you just got to invest a lot of time in and just really know back and uh, back to front. And the, the thing that I, I, with games, I like the storyline. I like playing it as if I'm playing a movie. So pretend, you know, this is a nine-hour movie and I'm going to have a few action scenes, cut scene, action scene, cut scene. But I don't want to be trying that one scene 10 or 20 times to try and get through it. I want to try it five times and succeed. So I'm a different type of gamer with that. I don't, I'm not the type of gamer that can, like, I, I've got to credit and, and really admire people who can play, um, you know, games at the competitive level where they just keep playing them and playing them and playing them nonstop. It's, it, it just amazes me because it's like, well, you know, I would get bored senseless. It well, if I had to play a game over and over again just to master it. It's, it's not me. So the old arcade games were always something that never really appealed to me too much.
2: Well, see, I sort of got a little obsessed with it to the point where I had, like, oh crap, I got to go to sleep because I got to go to work. So um, it wasn't horribly obsessed. It wasn't like 12 step program obsessed, but it was kind of like, you know, um, and then I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm going, like, well, if I just did this. You know, so um, and then I'm at work and I'm you know thinking about, but you know that for, for me I just stuck with it till I got to that point where I could figure out what to do and then it started to get a little easier. Um, there was a few moments when it was a little nuts and and Borderlands two they they've rejiggered the uh, um, the um, system, the uh, the heads up display stuff and and all mm-hmm. that. So now I kind of have to adapt to the way that they're doing it and, uh, the controls are a little bit different from, uh, one game to the next, so, um, but, you know, I'll, I'll keep, uh, stick with it, and the other game I need to really stick with, well, now that I'm playing on a scenario, it's not so bad, but Heroes of Might and Magic, um, I was just going to be the macho man and just play a, uh, just jump right in and play a game and, I kept having my ass handed to me because I thought I was building a pretty good army, and then the the other mm-hmm. hero comes out, and, and it's like oh, I'm just slaughtered. You know, he spread me around like jam on a piece of bread. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was yeah. not. But it, I'm it's doing this game. Though.
0: I, I like oh, yeah. heroes of Might and Magic. It, it is a very good game.
1: Well, you know, I've never played. I've never even heard of that one. Heroes of Might and Magic I know the other ones because partly because I'd, you guys I'd say play,
0: to them. Yeah, I'd say play version 5 if you play any of them Kevin because version 5 for me anyway it was the most refined and and the best supported and I just I like that version
1: is, well, it, I, is it available on Steam? Yeah that's right. I've got mine Then okay. yeah. so that's where I'll have to give it a try
2: Yeah and I bought it when it was on sale for like I think 7 bucks or something like that um I've been uh, trying to keep an eye on the Steam Steam games. But it's basically you can play as, I forget what all the uh, factions are. There's the demonic faction, there's the crusaders, um, I think the magicians. So there's like a couple different factions that you can play. And then you're building up armies, and you have to, it's like town management too. You have to build uh, your different... um, things that produce your different soldiers or whatever, and then upgrade them and equip your army. and
1: Kind of like civilization and things like that.
2: Sort of, yeah. But then you have battles, too, and you have to... Then it becomes more... Then you have your hex board. Yeah, it's sort of civilization in that respect, I guess. Because you have your hex board, then you have to do battle with their characters, and it's about positioning and numbers and, and whoa, yeah, and watching out for that
1: car. Uh. You didn't just get run over, did you, Mark? No,
0: it wasn't my lucky day. I didn't get squashed.
1: (laughs) Darn. Anyway. (laughs) Gretel was looking for that insurance money.
0: Don't worry. Gretel's due to to rock up in a couple of minutes anyway, so you know what? She might just veer the car in my
1: direction and do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but there'd be too much evidence then.
0: Yeah, you know, she'd do something a little bit more sly, she'd, she'd get you to come out and do it or something, and then the last image I'd see is, is your head behind the steering wheel through the, the windscreen that my head just went through.
1: Laughing maniacally.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, you're an evil man, Kevin Alder.
1: No, evil
2: would be that after you buy your sound equipment, she takes it and throws it in front of an oncoming train, and you lunge to save it. So then she's rid of you and the
0: sound equipment. That would be evil. Oh, yeah, but the sound equipment's at least worth something.
1: (laughs) Uh, If if you've got insurance, the insurance will cover that part at least. It's called...
0: That is true. Actually, the the one funny thing—not uh, to to go back to that topic—but uh, I I did say got to go. You know, we've got to put up the insurance, and she said, a couple of thousand. I said, eh, more like about ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to cover it, all this stuff, so.
2: Well, and you know, it, she would throw it in front of there and just consider the return on investment. You know, you spend a <laughs> uh, you waste a couple thousand to get you know a hundred thousand back in life insurance or something like that. So.
1: Mike, pe-
0: you fill me with
1: confidence. Yeah, now I'm getting this like two and a half men image where they talked about that. She she pushed Charlie in front of that train and he just kind of exploded like a big bag of sausage <laughs> 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 when the train hit. Hmm.
0: When I mean honestly, you know, I'm just on a serious note, wouldn't that be an awful way to go? Something like you know, being hit, being crushed. It would be absolutely. Yeah. I, you know I. I I don't mind when my time is up I'm you know I just fear going in pain and agony in a bad way I'd I'd love nothing more than to just go in my sleep just not wake up one day Yeah,
1: I mean it's like I said I want to go in my sleep just like my grandfather did peacefully and quietly not like the other Mm -hmm. six people riding in the car with him screaming bloody murder (laughs) (laughs) so but uh, no I used to always think about it because I used to get down in ditches and stuff in my job I used to have to you know Dig, I literally dig ditches at times, uh, doing repair work and stuff like that. And I guess when you're young and foolish, you don't think about those things. But then (laughs) I start to read about stuff where ditches have collapsed on people and they've been, Mm -hmm. you know, buried and slowly suffocate. And, you know, then with all this stuff, definitely minors and things like that, going, Oh my god.
0: (laughs) And you know what? I I think kids change your perception too because you. I I just know the way I used to live prior to having kids. And it it was basically to use an ACD suit. It was a highway to hell. I was, you know, driving recklessly and, and, um, you know, street racing and so forth. I was smoking my head off. I was just not living a healthy lifestyle. And, um, you know, kids really change that. Kids make you go, well, you know, I want something better and I want to be here to see them grow up. I want to see them, you know... like in 10 years time kind of thing all that kind of jazz and uh you know i want grandkids and and everything else that comes with that so it's i I think kids are are really a big um how how can i put it that they're a big key issue in relation to making you become an adult really really quickly yes and here's my ride here's gretel now Oh, no, she's not stopping. Ah. Okay, i got to quickly get in before someone runs up our rear end. Hello, dear. I have Mike and Kevin on the line. where We're recording the geekiest show ever. Oh, good God, yes. It, 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 you know what? When we record, there's no such thing as a good God.
1: No, it's evil because he puts Mark on with us.
0: Thanks, Kevin.
1: <laughs> Greta would so agree with nice. me.
0: Yeah, but she can't hear you at the moment. So na na nah, 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 nah,
1: nah. I'll text her later and get it straightened out. <laughs> and that was very hey, I'm, mature. I'm glad you will. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you you, you, you said we had to be mature on this show. Okay, you just got
2: done talking about how kids mature you, and then you're sitting there going na 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 na.
0: Oh, I, I. Yeah, well, I did that to the kids as well. <laughs> see, I'm so, a big kid at heart. That's what it is.
1: Uh, you're a big something at heart. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> big um, asshole, maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's oh, there's another image I didn't need. <laughs> oh,
0: Grid- Grid just put up a hand to agree with that comment. <laughs> oh, okay. jeez, I'm 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 loved in this car, and I'm loved across the other side of the world.
1: You're, you're shocking. You're, it's just a mutual admiration society for Mark Greentree. That's what it is. Mark, yeah, we no, love you.
2: No admiration. We we love you as much as we can without having to go to jail. So
0: thank God for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, folks, and since uh, Mark's lovely wife has picked him up and he needs to go spend lots and lots and lots and lots of money, which equates, I think, from Australian to US dollars to ten or something like that. Um, well, no,
0: it's just it's just ten right across the board, Kevin. It's just a lot of money. Let, let's put it this way: I could buy a brand new car and instead of buying some audio gear.
1: Hey, it's all about what makes us happy. That's the point as geeks. We have to have what makes us happy.
0: We so. do, and I've got to tell you, it ain't the Apple Watch. I went and looked at the Apple Watch. Actually, before we, we close out the show, I just want to say something. I don't know if you guys have gone and had a look at the Apple Watch yet, but I went into the Apple Store, and I had a look at the Apple Watch, and I was just absolutely disgusted with the customer service of the Apple Store. It really gave me the shits. And the reason why is... In a space of two minutes, I had three people hounding me. Would you like to try it on? And they just came from all directions. And I kept saying no, and I kept trying to brush them away, and they were just animalistic. And I'm like, really? This is what Apple's become? Microsoft, where are you?
2: You were cutting into their commissions.
0: They don't get commissions, supposedly, so. Oh. That's interesting. I get a pittance anyway, but um no i was really disappointed with that i just thought that is not the customer service because what it did was it made me actually go and then i looked at one of those other 12 inch macbooks i gotta say beautiful machine ridiculous pricing but beautiful machine um but i i just was really turned off by that i just didn't want to know about it it's like no i'm used to coming in here you ask me how i'm doing is there anything i can help you with and then i don't see anyone else for 10 minutes But they're just trying to hound this bloody Apple Watch That's the accessory for the accessory And uh, this silly fool is Uh
1: Uh-oh, you're breaking up on us there It's Apple trying to quiet him up Yeah, Apple's trying to shush Mark up That's why he's being siloed out on us, folks Have we lost him completely? There he is I
0: I can hear you guys Damn, Apple
1: now we can hear you now.
0: There we go. You know what? You guys were in my pocket, so um, you know, could've, could have could could have just been some passing wind that caused a little bit of a, a distraction in the signal.
1: Oh dear, we're in oh his lord. pocket. He's passing wind on us, folks. This is just. <laughs> my...
0: <laughs> they heard that one.
1: <laughs> oh lord, it's not going well for us, folks. Now, no, so
0: Skype, it, Skype. If you're li- listening in, which I know you are. Make sure that you introduce Smell-O-Vision in a future update on the iPhone so that the smell can go down the internet line as well. I'm actually surprised that we haven't had Smell-O-Vision by some company by this point in time.
1: Yeah, and I want to thank the lords and all the <laughs> holy beings in the known universe for not having that.
0: Yeah, because I like
2: to watch shows like Bones where they're digging up bodies from cesspools. What? This would not end okay. well.
0: No, that that I, I agree, but it's just surprising that someone hasn't done it to prove that the technology is there and it's possible to actually do that. I think that's that's really the crux of my argument, is that I'd like to see them do it, just to say, you know what, we can.
1: Well, they did do something similar to it, it's been years ago, where a guy had a thing, uh, you had to install this thing onto your computer and it had pre-installed since, and then it but based on some information it received across the web, that it then mixed the sense and pffed hmm. it out at you. But huh, I, interesting. I imagine it just smells like somebody took a dump on a Christmas tree most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know.
0: Uh, you know what, it reminds me of censored books, and I've even done it with some censored records and so forth. Like when they re-released um, for the anniversary of Ghostbusters last year, the, the vinyl record, they actually did a Stay Puft Marshmallow um, kind of vinyl one but it actually smelt like Marshmallow I didn't get it unfortunately it was a, a very rare one I didn't get a chance to get it And um, but yeah, it was just the, the smell stuff is interesting because it's one of the senses that hasn't really been explored
1: Well, well I, I, my, my sense of smell has been explored <laughs> I've worked in the wastewater business for thirty-two years. It's been explored. Do you
0: have the sense to smell anymore, Kevin? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can, still have it. Okay, let, let me let me ask you because obviously I know that you work in the office uh, component of, of the wastewater system and so forth.
1: But I didn't always.
0: Okay, well there we go. So you you you're up to you you're wasting crap, um, but I, I mean obviously you have got to be close to where the the treatment facilities are and all that kind of stuff. How much of a, an actual stench do you get, you know, woofed in through to your office, for instance? Do, do you sort of go by smell and go, ah, oh, I'm five minutes away from work now. <laughs>
1: <kind> <laughs> Actually, of thing?
0: Or, or it's not nearly that bad.
1: Well, my office it's about a what 150 yards, so that's about 150 meters from the uh, mm-hmm. waste from the wastewater treatment plant. But because our treatment plant is such high tech tech is, is such a high tech uh, configuration, it's one of the state of the art in the world. That there's every few months you'll get some odor one morning for a little bit, and then the rest of the mm-hmm. time you don't. But mm-hmm. in my early days, I was down in waste in in sewer manholes and stuff, going in and out of them. So you know, well, I've, I've been I've been up into it in... A little over my ankles.
2: <laughs> well, and you see, so I live. You, you in the- did the
0: Kenny.
1: Yeah, so to speak. Right,
2: mm-hmm. and, and I live in a small town, so if the winds from the south, it's the cow yards, and if the winds from the north, it's the pigs. So um, <laughs> we don't escape it. So
1: yeah, and I, again, I grew up around farms, so I'm not I, immune to to that either. So, but it was, uh, it's, yeah, you know, it's just something you get used to. I've smelled way worse things than a than a wastewater treatment plant, believe me <laughs>
2: so. oh yeah yeah me too. a uh, farm and the lo- there used to be a potato plant in town here that made french fries and shoestrings, and there's uh potatoes can get pretty uh odoriferous when you uh uh, in various stages of processing and post-processing, I'll just leave it at that. So, uh, yeah, I, think,
1: I think the worst thing I ever smelled was I used to. Uh, my grandmother lived lived near a slaughterhouse uh, that ooh. always had some interesting smells at certain times of the day. Or a rendering plant. They did a little bit of that too. <laughs> yep. So, where they rendered rendered the fat down. So, yeah, yeah it's it's not pleasant, but. Yeah, I mean, I've worked around it all my life, and I don't, you know, it's just part of life for me. I just, yeah, well, whatever, keep going.
0: You know what? Somebody's got to do it, because everybody, no matter how high up the the daisy chain they think they are, they still got to hang of crap.
1: Well, one of our famous sayings is, uh, we use a flush for us, or you're, you know what's our bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> so... But I think on that note, folks, we will wrap up the show for this week. I hope you've enjoyed our ramblings and Mark's travels as he gall- gallivants around the Sydney area to spend uh, lots of money and stuff that uh, he hasn't told his wife the complete story about yet. So future future installments of that. And, folks, if you do have an extra place for Mark to sleep, he may need it at some point. So...
2: Or we may be having a, a post mortem show on Mark here, or a memorial service or something.
1: So Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, so it might not end well.
1: It could. It could. You know
0: what? I'm going to have fun getting there.
1: That's, it's all about the journey, my friend. It's all about it the is. journey. So, uh, Mike, why don't you? We'll start with you since we started out with uh, the Green Tree person. Why don't you, we start out with you telling folks where they can find out more about you?
2: Well, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at aboutme McPeak And I'm I lowly, uh, lowly. I only have two e's in my name, so.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah, you're you're just a double e. So right. speaking of a multi e, I've,
0: I've got four e's in mine.
1: Yeah, you're you're multi e. <laughs> Why don't well, you? It- At least he's not double D, anyway. Oh, dear God, that's another image I didn't need.
0: Um, Wow. Is it single like I?
1: Yeah, no. (laughs) In that case, none's a better solution there. (laughs) So, why don't you tell... Mark, why don't you tell the good folks after that disgusting description where they might be able to find you? And I think we lost him. So... If we, if you don't know where to find Mark, please go over to Mark MarkGreentree at MarkGreenTree.com. If you want to know more about me, you can go over to uh, follow me on Twitter at Twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. And folks, I promise I'll stick in that sound clip at the end of the show here so that you can listen and write in and tell us and let us know if you think it sounds like Mr. McPeak or not. So thanks folks for listening and putting up with our, our shenanigans and antics again. And the fact that Mark actually even showed up is another miracle in in and of itself. So we hope. Yes, we have...
0: And I'll accept all the, the thank yous for showing up that you want to give me too.
1: Okay. I've got one big thank you. I want to show you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so folks, that's the end of our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to give us a review in iTunes, that's always welcome. Or if you want to know more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. So thanks very much again, and we hope you've enjoyed it. And please remember, between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Okay, folks, here's that soundbite I promised. Does Mike McPeak actually have another job moonlighting as an announcer in an airport? You be the judge and let us know. Thanks, and have a great week, folks. Okay. John at any time.
2: Do not transport any item. For someone you do not know, if you believe that someone has tampered with your luggage, or if a stranger approaches you by carrying a foreign object, contact an airline representative or the airport police immediately. All checked and carry-on luggage is subject to search. Report any unintended luggage or suspicious behavior to airport police or to security personnel. <sighs>
1: What's wrong, Guy? Oh, just thinking about how much I miss the Macworld Expo. The fun, the sense of community, the presentations, the people giving out great information about what's going on in the Macworld, the candy apples and roller coasters. Candy apples and...
0: Look, Guy, I can't address this weirdness about
2: nausea-inducing rides... But you can get the rest of all of that at the MacStock conference this summer near Chicago. The MacStock conference? Yeah. It's being held in Woodstock, Illinois on June 20th, 2015. There'll be great presentations by Alison Sheridan of the Nocillacast podcast, Mike Potter from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast, Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices. Tim Robertson from TechFan, Eric Erickson, Julie Kuhl, and appearances by a lot of other well-known Mac podcasters and journalists.
0: That sounds fantastic.
1: I wish I was given a presentation there. Uh, I actually believe you are, Guy. I am? I wonder what it'll be on. Hopefully not roller coasters. No promises. We should get the word out about this. Well, I think this is where Mike Potter jumps
2: in And tells us all about it. Hey, everyone! Come to the Macstock Conference and Expo on June 20th in Woodstock, Illinois. It's going to be a day of community and information for Mac and Apple users, unlike anything else out there. Easy to get to, inexpensive, and packed full of the people you know and love from the independent Apple press. Just go to Macstockexpo.com for more information. If you sign up soon, there's great discounts off the regular admission price. Remember, that's the MaxDoc Conference and Expo at maxdocexpo.com.